The following commentary does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to Boston Neighborhood Network, 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02119. To arrange a time for your own commentary, you can call WBCA at 617-708-3241, or you can email radio at bnntv.org. Hello, Boston. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom, and they have program. From the trenches, baby. Observation from the trenches. You're listening to WBCA 102.9. You're listening to WBCA 102.9. Again, the name of this program is called From the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches. Okay, I'm your host, Larry, Larry Higginbottom. Hope you're having a nice day. You know, not too bad out there. You know, it's not raining. You know, like in the low 80s, so it's not too hot, not too humid. You know, nice breeze. You know, so get out there and enjoy yourself. In these last uh, summer days, so you know, make it do what it do, because you know fall is coming from fall come way up in Boston. Anyway, this program is a weekly, is a weekly talk program talking toward American-born blacks or Ados as I identify as American descendants of slaves. The reason being, I don't disparage any group. I'm not against any group. I have no extra ground against any group. The reason why I focus on my group. Because we have, we are now a permanent underclass. We own the bottom. As a matter of fact, economy, economists are saying that by 2053, we're going to have zero wealth as a community. And in fact, uh, according to Dr. Claude Anderson, who wrote uh, Powernomics, we've been there since 2015. And for many of our people, he ain't lying. They got no wealth. So I focus on my group. Really, it's about Letting folks know we're going the wrong way. I'm not into being a pessimist. I'm not into being negative. I'm not into the skies falling, America's going to the dog. Nope, nope, nope. That's not my twist. I'm into looking at life the way it is. If this is how life is. This is my reality. What must I do? What must you do? We do to make things better for ourselves and our children's children's children. That's what I'm saying. And it's clear based on the research and the data, all right, that I've read, that we are going the wrong way and nobody's fighting for us. Nobody fights for American-born blacks or ADOs. Today, I watched the news and the governor just announced, right, they're spending millions of dollars on illegals. They're concerned about how they're going to stay, how they're going to eat, school, job, employment, everything. Everything. We didn't get no anything called Sanctuary City for the Negroes. We did not get uh, welcome we we trying to escape the South, coming North, West, or East. We just met with the same hostility, contempt, and disdain. And I've come to realize that America hates us, runs deep. It's over 40 years, and they will rather help anybody than help us. So it's time for us, right, to come to the realization, the Constitution, democracy, voting. What has it done for us? I'm talking to my group. I ain't talking, I ain't talking to Caribbean or Africans. Okay, or folks from India, okay, or the Spanish. I'm talking to my group, America born blacks, ADOs. So, my topic today is Constitution, Democracy, and Voting. What has it done for us? What has it done for us? And we're about to be bombarded with the biggest con because right now, 
right? For the most part, President Biden and former, and former President Trump, they're pretty, they're like, they're like neck and neck. And it's going to be a big push to get American more blacks to come out in droves to vote for Biden. Why? We didn't put Bush there. I mean, excuse me. We didn't put Trump there in 2016. Most folks voted for Hillary. But they're going to get trip up and saying, if you don't come out, our democracy is lost. If you don't come out, our constitution is going to be undermined. All of a sudden now, here comes the guilt trip. And for the life of me, I don't know why many of us fall for this okie doke. If you look at President, I mean, President Biden, uh, years in the Senate, mass incarceration came about through laws that he put through. He put through. That's fact. President Biden, President Biden was not a pro-black Americans. He wasn't pro-us. So my comment today, my thought today, is on these three concepts that you hear all the time. The Constitution, democracy, voting. So I want to ask you, neighbor, talking to black America now, what has the Constitution done for us? What has the, the democracy Democracy done for us. Democracy, for be freedom. Now the king said, yeah, we was free, right, in 1865 to hunger and famine. No protection under, under the law. Being brutalized by the white populace. No protection from the federal government or the state government. Voting. What has voting done for us? The last time voting did anything else was doing Reconstruction. When the white majority got with the blacks there and voted for the 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment. And once they got sick of us, right, they ended Reconstruction, threw us to the wolves with no protection, no land to take care of ourselves. And we've been fighting for ourselves, right, ever since. Voting has done nothing for us. Why? The numbers don't work. It was never a strategy to put our eggs into politics. Because of the numbers, one person, one vote. In any chamber in this country, be it local, city, state, or federal, you can bring forth any ordinance that is resource-based and data-based for black America. It won't fly. Why? If you can't get your colleagues in that chamber, right, to sign up on that bill, it's going to benefit, benefit us only, it ain't going nowhere. So voting is never going to work for us. If all blacks here in the city of Boston when I voted, those who were eligible to vote, when I voted right now, for whomever, right? We couldn't get nothing through that would benefit us, that would address the fact that in Boston, right, black America has the minimum, right, net worth of $8. Not one policy has been aimed at, at addressing that just despicable fact. Even when Ms. Presley was part of the city councilor, couldn't do nothing. Mayor Wu was there. Couldn't do nothing. Because why they know? The numbers, they could not get it through if they wanted to. And to add insult to injury, neighbor, the relationship has been tarnished since from the beginning. Think about this here. Our relationship is built on 247 years of contempt, disdain, and hatred towards us. Think about it now. So, the entire white community has been totally socialized from birth, from birth now, all right? They've been socialized, indoctrinated, groomed, 
to make sure that we will always be a permanent underclass. That's why we was dehumanized. Not as people, but as property. So you're going to ask the people, you ask the people now in 1865, right? They started to treat you as citizen. They got 247 years of indoctrination treating you as nothing but property. They could do, say, whatever to you at will with impunity. And all of a sudden now, from 1865 to now, 157 years, you want them to treat you as a citizen? View you as valuable? Are you kidding me? So voting the Constitution, it said, right, we was three-fifths of a person, three-fifths. Because they was getting what? The Southern slave owners, right? You know, a little bit of clout. Well, you know, you can count them, but not the whole person, but three-fifths. Because why? We was property. Property. The Constitution has done nothing for us. It's done nothing for us. It wasn't written for us. We were not part of the scheme when those white men who's all, virtually, virtually all slave owners, deriving their comfort off of our ancestors, think about it because of my lazy, deriving their comfort off of our ancestors, all right, wrote that piece of crap. Piece of crap. And that insult to injury, our elders, our ancestors, even fought during the War of Independence, would believe that they would be free if they helped them defeat, defeat, defeat the British, only to be what? Put back in bondage and put back in this hell called enslavement. So why are we, why are we, of all the groups here, why do black Americans feel it's our duty to affirm concept, all right, in this country that's done nothing to benefit us? Nothing. The Constitution ain't worth crap when it comes to us. As a matter of fact, that piece of paper, right, gave credibility why we should be enslaved, why we should be treated so harshly. It done nothing for us. Democracy, so-called so -called freedom, freedom to what? As Dr. King said, freedom to what? Hunger, famine, no due process under the law. Come on now. You know, I watch a lot of these, uh, you know, shows on C-SPAN. You know, one of my favorite shows is watching the journal. What I like about that, every Sunday from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., but folks call in and give their opinion. The host don't say anything. The host is there to facilitate. They don't give their opinion one way or the other. Just people calling in. And you get to hear how America feels about us. You get to hear, right, what they think about us. And also you get to hear black Americans when they call in, right? They are more staunch, staunch uh, 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 patriots than white folks. You got folks, most of our folks believe in that piece of paper called Constitution, which ain't done nothing for it. They believe in, in, in uh, you know, democracy, voting. No, Trump trying to undermine our democracy. Trump trying to, it's going to get the Constitution. Trump trying to prevent us from voting. Trump is not our problem. Trump ain't our problem. I don't know for the life of me why we feel that defeating Trump is our moral obligation. 
Come on now. President Biden ain't offering nothing tangible to address the plight of American born blacks in this country. Everybody benefiting but us. All the illegals, sucking all the all the oxygen, all the money. Billions of billions of dollars being spent on them. But propose anything to address our needs, right? Oh no, 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 no. I don't understand why members of my community feels their duty to uphold these concepts that's done nothing for us. Nothing. And like, and like one thing, uh, Yvette Carnell, the co-founder of ADOS, a group that's pushing for reparation also a black agenda, one thing she said is so true. Voting is an exchange. It's not a giveaway. Voting is an exchange, not a giveaway. And all we've been doing since the 60s, if you got the right to vote, right, is just giving away our vote. We don't demand nothing for ourselves. We got to include everybody. This is what I want to challenge you to do. I've already done it. I want to challenge you to do it. You go there, right, look up, you know, in Congress, look up the, the, the Congressional Black Caucus, read their mission statement. Also, go there, right? Look at the Latino caucus in Congress. Read their mission statement. And then read the Asian mission statement. Those two latter groups, mission statement states plainly, we're for Hispanic only. Know what they mention? American born blacks or ADOs or other at risk minorities. It says in clear English, we are fighting. For Hispanics. The same with the Asians. On their website. Plain to say. We are fighting for Asians. South Pacific. They're not. Nowhere. Does they mention. American more blacks. Or Adolf. Nowhere are we in the picture. But go to the Congressional Black Caucus. They said we're here to fight everybody. All oppressed minorities. Transgender, lesbian, the whole nine yard. So isn't it funny? A group that came into existence to fight for the colored people, or our group, the Negroes, mission statement now say they fight for everybody but us. The other groups who just got here, right? Who just got here in any meaningful number, the Spanish and the Asian, right? They're very explicit who they're fighting for. Nowhere in their mission statement do they even mention us. Nowhere. So we are electing people, be it on a local level, state level, or federal. Our so-called black black politicians, black American politicians, black American politicians, my mind is puppet for the Democratic Party. All of them. They're nothing more than puppets for the Democratic Party. The Congressional Black Caucus has done nothing, nothing for us. Nothing. Nothing. They don't even have the courage to bring any bill forward that will benefit us only, even when it's resource-based and the data's there. They won't even fight for us. Even if it's shot down, they won't fight for us. So we are electing people, all right, who don't have no fight in them for us. 
And most of those seats were carved out, right, after the 68 rise, right, were for what? Black Americans. Why? To have what? Representation. And since all this mass immigration, you got folks from all over the world there now. They're not fighting for us people. They make it very clear who they're fighting for. So I don't blame, I don't begrudge them. They know what their mission is. They're fighting for all folks who speak Spanish. Period. They're not fighting for no black Americans. <laughs> You're not our concern. And it's just, 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 come, just, I'm just dumbfounded when I hear black folks, black American politicians, yeah, black and brown coalition. Yeah, black and brown coalition. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There is no coalition. Never was no coalition. Never will be no coalition. Folks don't come in to coalesce with us. And so we get so tripped up behind the Constitution, democracy, and voting, which has done absolutely nothing for us. Nothing. Nothing has it done for us. And we're about to be just invaded by the Democratic Party, right, and manipulated that if you don't vote, our democracy hangs in the wind. If you don't vote, we in trouble. That ain't our problem. No, that ain't our problem. I'm voting down ballot, which means I'm on the vote. I'm going, I'm going to vote. I'm on vote. But I'm not voting for neither Trump nor Bush. Because why? Neither has no agenda for black Americans only. Neither one of them have no agenda for black Americans only. And when a black person say he ain't voting, right, we look at him like he don't, you know, Stole your kids, killed your mama. Because he or she know there's nothing there for us. They're not going to put anything out there. They're going to be fighting for us only. But yet still, we're going to be hoodwinked and bamboozled these coming weeks and months while we got to stop Trump. No, we don't. Trump is not our problem. Trump is not our problem. We didn't put him there, black American. Don't forget, we did not put him there. So it's not our job to make sure that he does not get there. That's up to the Democrat. The white folks put him there. We didn't put him there. White folks put him there. They put him there. Because white folks went against Hillary. That's why he's there. It's their job to get rid of Trump, not ours. Our job is to demand an agenda that's going to address black Americans' terrible plight. If you don't know, folks, every meaningful category that measures life Quality of life. We are dead last. Dead last. When it comes to education, dead last. When it comes to home ownership, dead last. The racial wealth, the racial wealth gap, dead last. Income gap, dead last. Dead, dead, dead last. Mental health disparities, dead last. More black women died during uh, childbirth. So why are we fighting for something that's not fighting for us? They don't have the nerve because of the contempt and hate they have for us even put anything forth that even might address our agenda. It's always for everybody. For everybody. Too late for that. It's too late for that now. You got all these folks here in the last 50 years, right, who was not here back in 1965, just black, black and white. Then you got folks all over, all, all over the world out there now. 
universal policy, this thing, this thing called universal policy, universal policy for everybody, it's not going to work for us now. Too late for that. If we don't have something that specifically, specifically aimed at us only, we're not getting out of this hole. We're not getting out of this hole no time soon. And, then, and even, even, even if we did have something, it's going to take decades or centuries to write this here mess. That's fact. So again, I'm your, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You're listening to WBCA 102.9, WBCA 102.9 FM. Name of this program is called From the Trenches, Observation from the Trenches. But speak about things that are really hurting us bad. A lot of things we're doing are not helping us. I don't believe in gloom and doom. I don't believe in being negative or being a pessimist. I do believe in being real with myself. I do believe in being honest with myself. And many of us are in a pipe dream. Many of us are in the dreamland. Many of us just out of here just wandering. It's like nomads just wandering. No one's coming to save us. We got no business putting hope or credence in the Constitution, democracy, or voting. And the reason being, the foundation of our relationship is based on 247 years of the worst treatment any group has ever experienced in this country. These people have been from birth, socialized, orientated, and groomed to treat us with contempt. We should have never, ever chosen to try to pursue citizenship. If we were we, we, we at that same point in time today, haven't just survived the four million of our ancestors who, 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 who's left around in 1865, four, four million of us, okay? If we had taken the time to have a, have a dialogue with that group, say, okay, here's our choices. We can pursue trying to be citizens of this country, or we can ask for, you know, a new deal whereby we can become, you know, a country, a country within the country, you know. We get some terms where hey, the government going to give us land, we can take care of ourselves, tools, take care of ourselves, weapons to defend ourselves from these irate white mobs. And they, they would trade with us over, over, over the coming years, coming centuries. But we have our place, right, where we can grow and eat and cherish and, and nourish, and etc. I don't think anybody's right mind would have chose to be, be a citizen in 1865 if they had a convention to say, okay, here's where we are. Just having come out of that experience for 247 years, who would want to be a citizen with, with that community? Nobody. Nobody would want to be, be a citizen. Because why? The foundation of the relationship is already tainted and tarnished. You have been treated worse than any other people will ever be treated by that community. And now you're going to actually respect you as a citizen? They treat you with due respect, appreciation, and value? Are you kidding me? So from 1865 to now, it's 157 years. 157 years. We have been fighting, marching, crying, begging to be treated as citizens. We are the most loyal people of all, of all the folks here. We are the most loyal to this country. Got nothing. Fought in every war. Got nothing. Giving America our best. Got nothing. 
Why in God's name are we still trying to pursue citizenship after 157 years? Why are we, because our duty to uphold the Constitution or democracy of voting, which done nothing for us? Done nothing for us. I'm not advocating leaving America. I ain't going nowhere. But I am advocating time to come real with ourselves. Be real with ourselves. This is a white man's country. That, that's fact. They own all the wealth and control all of the resources. These are their institutions that undergird white supremacy. These are their institutions. Be it legal, business, entertainment, right? Medical, education. These are their institutions. These are their regs. These are their bylaws. It's their country. That being said, the system that drives it is capitalism. Capitalism. Two important components comprise that system. One is capital, other is labor. The federal government made sure that we, as a community, would be locked out, out of wealth by being deprived, being deprived to participate and acquire asset when America, what I call, when she's up and coming, was locked out. She's fully developed. She's fully developed, neighbor. She's fully developed now. The only real asset you have member, as a member of ADOS is your, is your labor. So if you're, not trying to, if you're not trying to acquire high-income essential skills, you're not going to do well in this country. That's a fact. Most black Americans fall in three categories. Forget what you see as far as entertainers, rappers, etc. Small, small, small percentage. They are small percentage of our people. Most of our people are either working class, working poor, or poor. Say it again. Most black Americans either A, working class, working poor, or poor. You got a very small middle class, if that, right? Even they're struggling, okay? The wealth that the average white middle class family has compared to our middle class, like night and day. You can always go to any search engine and just say, what is the medium salary of a black middle class compared to white middle class? It'll give you, give, it'll give you data. It's their country. I've come to that realization over 30 years ago. I'm okay with that. It's, it's, it is what it is. I ain't upset. Here's what it is. I got one request. Share the wealth. Share the wealth through city contracts, state contracts, private contracts, federal contracts, okay? Through the trades, high income position, whereby we can be comfortable. Comfortable. That's something we have not been for 400 plus years and comfortable in the country that we built. And to the wealthiest country in the world, Comfortable. Every day, struggle for many of our people. Struggling. So I'm saying, why are we, of all the groups here, why are we so hell-bent on trying to protect the Constitution or democracy of voting when they have done nothing for us? They have done nothing for us. And now we're going to be guilt-tripped in the voting because why? We must stop racist Trump. They're all the racists. Biden are no different. Every white person in America, for this construct, white supremacy, to be maintained, right, and passed to the next, next generation, you must, what, socialize, indoctrinate, and groom all white people to maintain, to maintain this here. Any social construct neighbor needs people. They need people to, A, preserve it, and to pass it to the next generation. So that all of them have been groomed to be what? 
white supremacist to support that construct. It's just simple as that. It'd be the same thing if this was, was a country found in socialism or communism. You need people to maintain these constructs. Period. So from the time they are born, they are being socialized, indoctrinated, and groomed to maintain this here caste system that keeps us permanently on the bottom. Simple as that. Why? They own all the resources. Control the wealth. Get a job, who you gonna do? White person. Get a contract, who you gonna do? White person. Come on now. That is what it is. Let's just get mad about it. So why are you going to get out there and fight for something that's never benefited you? That never will benefit you? Because why? The relationship between black Americans and, and the white community has been totally, totally contaminated because of 247 years of enslavement where they were allowed to do anything and everything because the government condoned it. And so they did it. They could treat us anyway, say anything, do anything with impunity. Also, you think he spoke because why? They fought a war, 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 war over us, gonna treat us with respect and dignity, gonna welcome us into America as citizens. Come on now. Come on. Ain't no way in heck. And we did we did that same point in pain, same point in time. Right? It's 1865. And we are confronted with to be a citizen or not. Most people have chosen no. Because why? Of the relationship that exists between blacks and white. They have been indoctrinated and groomed to hate us, holes in contempt, with no value other than to make them wealthy and be obedient to them. Now you want them to see you as so-called equal? Equal partners in this country? Come on now. So that was absurd from the get here. So it's been 157 years we've been walking down this path trying to be treated as citizens. And that there objective caused Dr. King's life. He wasn't fighting, he, just, he was not fighting. For us, for us just, 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 you know, just to vote. He was fighting for the help. He was fighting for to have all the perks of whiteness that included due process under law, quality education for our children, okay, good homes, good jobs, being able to have contracts. Everything that whiteness had, he wanted for us. He was, he was, he was not into, into, you know, he was not into integration. He wanted, he wanted. The thing called seg- 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 segregation to end, whereby we can move freely in our country without the personal benefit of whiteness. And so now we've been sold on, on this year falsehood of voting. Voting does not put a chicken in your pot or the kind of house that you want. It won't, it, voting won't do that. The job you want, voting won't do that. Voting will not do that, neighbor. It won't do that. We're going the wrong way. So, I'm just saying, the Constitution, democracy, voting, what has it done for us? What has it done for us? Seriously. I'm not being facetious or, or trying to be flipped. What has it done for us? Nothing. If you're honest, it's done nothing for us. 
We've done more for it than we'll ever do for us. Because why? We would never want it. American-born blacks would never, ever want it in this country. Never. Never. And all they've done the last 157 years, right, was to demean us, defame us, to ridicule us, and let the world know, right, that our condition is our doing, that we put us here. Come on now. We was never ever going to be citizens citizen of this country. We was never ever going to be citizens and treated, treated with the kind of respect that citizens should be, be treated with. Again, you listen to WBC 102.9. Listen to WBC 102.9. I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. Name is, name is our program. It's called Trenches from, it's called Trenches, baby. Observation from the Trenches. From the Trenches, baby. Observation. I'm going to take a break. I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. And I will continue with my thoughts. See you in a few. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you. But it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad If Council. you are struggling to afford internet service for your household, there is a new government program that may be able to help. It's called the Affordable Connectivity Program, and it provides up to a $30 monthly discount to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov ACP or call toll-free at 877-384-2575. That's 877-384-2575. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. <laughs> You hear that? This is my Boston accent. This is my Boston accent. Yeah, it is. Shh. This is my Boston accent. This is our Boston accent. Hear it for yourself. Discover your own. This is Boston, and we are all inclusive. I'm back. Again, I'm your host, Larry Higginbottom. You listen to WBCA 102.9. You listen to WBCA 102.9 FM. 
Now, this program is called From the Trenches. Observation from the Trenches. From the Trenches, baby. Well, speak about things that I'm seeing out here the last 22 years doing direct mental health services in the community. I've been home every day. Been blessed to be able to see how, how our people are faring. Get to see how they treat one another. Get to see their thought process as well. Get to see policies made on law, pardon me, excuse me, policies made on high, how it affects folks down here in the trenches. It's doing nothing for us in the trenches. It's doing nothing for the collective masses of black America. And for those of you who are doing okay, the few who are doing okay or not, I'm not speaking about entertainers or athletes. Them means folks who got, you know, darn good skills. You know, you're doing well. We cannot continue to leave all these these men, women, and kids out here as, as is now. It's not it's not it's not gonna do well. The bad the bad majority of our people, right? On the bottom. They're on the bottom. And we're not going to be able to do well leaving all these men and women and children on the bottom. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting it as simple as that. Because we are all tied to the group. We're all tied to black Americans. No matter, your, your, no, matter your, no matter what you've accomplished or achieved, you're still connected to that group. So if they're not revered or respected, neither are you. If they're not valued, neither are you. That's why in the same way they take a young man on the corner with his pants down, showing his drawers, and knock him inside the head, they'll do it to me and you too. The same way they'll be overly aggressive, right? With him or her, they'll do it to you, they'll do it to you and me too. The same way they'll shoot him, they'll shoot me too. Because why? I'm tied to that group. I'm tied to that group. So we need to understand, for those who are doing well, you know, you cannot leave the remnant of your people out here on this bottom and expect anything that's going to be beneficial for the group. Keep in mind, King was murdered for collective uplift. Not for a few black Americans to be doing okay or to be the first here, the first there, first everywhere. No, he was fighting for collective uplift. Because he realized if the group is doing well, if you're pleased the way you are, if your family is, pre- is pleased with you, you know, your needs are being met as the man of the house, okay? You feel good about what you can do, you know, because you're making above average income, okay? You can take care of your family on your turn. But then that's a whole different persona. It's not about who's always struggling from paycheck to paycheck. Because their skills really are obsolete here in America. So for those of us who are doing okay, we need to understand. We're still tied to that group. So if, so if the group is disrespected, so are we. Because we are members of black Americans, or ADOs, as I identify as. America the sense of slaves. So it behooves me to do all I can to say to our people, we've gone the wrong way now. We're going about this thing wrong. We've been going the wrong way for 157 years. Since emancipation to now, 157 years. You can't tell me if white America wanted to make changes, it could have. 
Here's the point. Europe devastated by World War II. Japan devastated, right? They now are back online. Why? America had a plan to bring Europe and Japan back. Took about 50 years. But now, they're back in the fold. They never had a plan for us. Even when these laws came out, you know, the uh, 1964 Act of Civil Rights, affirmative action, the Voting Voting Right Act, even when they came out, they never had any intention on working for us. The white elite, from the very beginning, without to sabotage and gut those laws from the beginning and to make sure that the white community turned against us as well. It worked. Anything that might remotely benefit, benefit black Americans only because of slavery and Jim Crow has always been met with contempt. That's why the white elite does not want their community to be held responsible for what they put us through then and now. Then and now. We didn't put ourselves here. Yes, some of us have, have developed some bad habits in the last 30 years. That's true. Some of our people have developed, developed some bad habits in the last 30 years. That's true. But this construct of being a permanent bottom caste group, we didn't do it to ourselves. We did not do it to ourselves. But it's up to us to free ourselves. Because nobody is coming to save us. Nobody is coming to save you and I. And we need to come to that realization. If we don't understand we're on our own out here, we understand that we don't start to make better choices, well, then we're foolish. We're foolish. And I contend that many of us, many of our leaders are just foolish. They discount the relationship and the foundation that it's founded on. 247 years of the worst, worst treatment known to mankind. Crimes against humanity. Crimes. Condoned and sanctioned by our government. The federal government allowed these individuals, these towns, these states, these churches, these companies to do what they did to us. And when we complain about it, we're not crime victim. We have been victimized. We didn't have a chance to, 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 to sit there and cry in our milk. No blacks I know have been saying, whoa, it's me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you ain't got time for that. You had to get up, you had to get up and try to make something happen. Cause why? We didn't have time to sit there and try and you know, cry in our milk about the treatment. Our elders may do what they did. They did it. They made it work. Given these obstacles these man-made obstacles by the white community, sanctioned by the government. That's why I say, who's responsible for reparation? Federal government is. You allowed this here. You allowed your community to treat our community with total other disrespect and disregard for life, limb, and happiness. You allowed that. 
So you, you must make us whole. But we must fight for that, neighbor. And I'm saying we fight for everybody but ourselves. We fight for everybody but ourselves. There is no rainbow coalition. Never was. Never will be. Folks don't come in to coalesce with us. No disrespect towards them. They come in to get as much of financial work, financial resources for them and their families where they can be comfortable, where they can enjoy America and send money, send money back home. We're going the wrong way. We got no business, right, being head over heels with the Constitution, democracy of voting. Those are failed concepts that was never going to ever benefit us. Never. Never have, never will. And the sooner that the group come to that realization, the better we will be. You know, I, I view America's like, have you, have, you, have you ever wanted a woman or a man? And no matter what you did, no matter how you showed them that you wanted them desperately, they never wanted you. They never wanted you. That's how I come to view my country about 30 years ago. You know, hey, it's a white man's country. They never wanted us. They never wanted us. They never wanted us. Period. They tolerated us. They tolerated us. They tolerated us. Tolerated us. They, they did it. They did it. Because why? We cannot be exterminated. That's true. But they tolerated us. And so now, it's time for us to come to realization. Given that reality, how do I now, right, navigate this terrain to make sure I can be comfortable in the country that we made into, into the world, what's this country in the world, what's this country in the world, what must I do? You must be highly skilled. Voting ain't gonna do nothing for you, baby. Ain't gonna do nothing for you. Constitution, ain't gonna do nothing for you. Democracy, well, what is freedom without having the funds or wealth to be comfortable? The folks, the folks at the border have freedom in the, in the, in the country. They're free. We move around, but it's broke. Freedom, freedom and no wealth, right? Don't work, people. Democracy, freedom. What we do? Freedom with no wealth doesn't work. That's why all these folks are running to America. They're broke. 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 So why are we fighting for concepts that have done nothing for us? Never have, never will. Things like diversity, multiculturalism, inclusion, equity, social justice, that's all garbage. All garbage. Why, Larry? Because no tangible wealth changes hand. No resources changes hand. No policy changes hand that aims to address this wrong that the government allowed to occur. Nothing. All we get is symbolism. Juneteenth. What we do, okay? Jubilee. Huh. Come on now. MLK, MLK birthday. Did not change not one resource, not one dollar changed hand. Nothing. We must get out of being okay with symbolism, community. We don't own or control anything. So if we're not fighting reparation, we're not fighting for a dual or a Marshall Plan that rebuilt back Europe and Japan in about 50 years, we're foolish. 
Ain't no we here. Ain't no black and brown. Ain't no black. Black means a race. No, it didn't happen to them. It didn't happen to the Caribbean or the African. It happened to us, Ados. American sent the slaves or American born black. It happened to us. Us. We the one got the worst of this deal. We the one who had the foot always on our neck. Not these other people. It's time for us to realize if we're not fighting for ourselves, fighting for a do-over, a new hand to be dealt with specificity, with aim only us, we're foolish. That means our children gonna have the same problem that we have, no wealth. But no wealth means what? No inheritance. You ain't leaving nothing because you ain't got nothing. And another thing that we can say, given the foundation of this of this relationship, it was not a good idea to go ask, ask the community for a job who'd been who'd been from birth socialized, groomed, and indoctrinated to hold hold you in contempt. What's the likelihood of they gonna hire you? Come on now. What's the likelihood? Not not good at all. All they gave us in these, in these cities what was vice and crime. Yeah, you can sell drugs. We're going to make it illegal. We're going to put the men in jail. Put the women on, on welfare. We're going to become your daddy, the state. Give, give you Section 8, food stamp, and a check. But we're going we, 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 we to castrate your men. Because why? We're going to hire them. We're not going to hire them. And they didn't. And they didn't. So, again, as I come to a close, you listen to WBCA 102.9. You listen to WBCA 102.9. 102.9. I'm your host, Larry Hickamadam. Title of our program is called From the Trenches, Baby. Observation from the Trenches. Observation from the Trenches. Well, I speak about what I see out here and why this ain't working. Any black American who's fighting for constitution, democracy, or voting, you're foolish. It's done nothing for us. Never had, never will. We're not fighting for a new deal for us only. We're foolish. And I tell those who are doing well, the few that are, you cannot continue to leave all these men, women, and children out here, right, struggling and think anything worthwhile is going to occur. It's not. It's not. And to them, and to to those folks, I say, you got to be skilled, baby. You got to be highly skilled out here to do well. None of you should be involved in anything called illegal. All you're doing is giving this community, right, the luxury of putting you in a cage called prison, doing your prime 10, 20, 30 years. That's all, that's, all, that's all you're doing. It was a sucker game in the 60s when it gave us one out, vice and crime for men. A man by nature is a, is a, is a provider. He's going to provide, either legally or illegal or illegal. He's going to provide. It's his nature. They made sure they was not going to hire us. And they didn't. They didn't hire anybody for their for hire, for their, for their, for their, for their hire us. We should never want that community active for a job. We should never did that. We should never did that. Bad move. It was never, it was never in their heart to share with us, to treat us as a citizen, whose value, whose worth, who's appreciated. It wasn't there. And neighbor... This, I've come to this conclusion. 
Laws can change some behavior, but laws does not change the heart or one's true conviction. I'll say again. Laws can change some behavior, but laws do not change one's heart or one's true, true conviction. And it's very true, watching these videos last 30, about the last 20 years, how they feel about it. It ain't went nowhere. That's part of their indoctrination. Is to make sure they keep foot on our neck. And so we need to just come to realize that. We are on our own. And so again, don't, don't be fooled behind the Trump syndrome. Trump is not our problem. We didn't put him there. I'll say again, we did not put Trump there. So it's not up to me or you to make Trump shoot and make sure the Trump lose because I'm voting down ballot. I'm going to go to the poll and write in on the top ADOS, A-D-O-S. They're no media, but I'm not voting for anybody who's not going to benefit us. We get nothing out of the deal. We're going to get nothing out of the deal no matter who wins. Be it Trump or Biden, we ain't getting nothing. And please stop letting folks make you feel bad as though it's our job to save democracy. No, it ain't our job. Democracy ain't done a hoot for us. So until next time, God bless you, be safe, and I'll see you next Wednesday. The preceding commentary does not reflect the views of the staff and management of WBCA or the Boston Neighborhood Network. If you would like to express another opinion, you can address your comments to the Boston Neighborhood Network at 3025 Washington Street, Boston, Mass., 02119, attention WBCALP 102.9 FM. If you would like to arrange a time for your own commentary, call WBCA at 617-708-3241 or email us at radio at bnntv.org.